You know what I think you should do more, Wade? Work for free. This is the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Shane Chapman, Wade Laurent in house today. And these morning ones are good. Good? Yeah, I like them. Okay. I don't know. I like I feel by the end of the day on Saturday I was always drained. I was always like, man, yeah, I there's just that. Want to go home. You like, like start when you're ready for the day as opposed to when yeah. you're ready to go home. Yep. Sure. <laughs> brains are firing, ready to rock. Because I have two brains. 8 a.m. on the nose here, we're firing up. Uh we don't open till nine on Saturday, so this gives us a little bit of time to pitter patter. Do these things. So we didn't come up with a like a a wicked topic. Oh boy, that's not, that's not how I wanted to say that. We didn't put a whole bunch of thought into the topic today. There, maybe that's what I meant to say. Not that it's not a good topic. It's just not. It's not structured. There we go. For sure, that's it's what I'm not trying to say. Structured, yeah. But yeah. So, so this was inspired by a video that I watched yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Might have been the day before. They all run together Which when you're one? having so you much fun. You spend your whole day watching videos. Yeah, that's it. I right? showed you a video of a guy getting hit in the face of the volleyball 10 times. Was it that one? <laughs> nope, it wasn't that, it wasn't one. that one. So, okay. uh, a couple of buddies, Justin and Greg, had a show. They did that. You know, they're like, I don't know what they did that for a year. Maybe they kind of like, they promoted products. They promoted the city of Moose Jaw. They promoted a, a credit card. Yeah. So, for context, so for some they, history, for those who wouldn't know, like we had Justin and Greg on the show back, oh boy, like episode, three, I don't know. Three, five? I think it was a little later than that, but it, w- it was pretty early, like maybe episode 10 or something. Sure. It was early. Um, Good enough. And so the reason we had them on there was a, it was an episode about social media marketing, right? And so, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, social media for your business with Justin and Greg. It would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth episode. So we did that with Justin and Greg. And the reason... The reason this even is on this podcast, like who are Justin and Greg? Because outside of Regina, to our audience, unless they remember them from that podcast, probably don't know. Or the 17 million are. people that watch their Moose Show video. True. Yeah. So Justin and Greg were a couple of guys in from Regina in the ad world. So I used to work with Greg at Sastel in, in the marketing department. He was a you know, marketing major guy that came out of the U of R and did some time at Sastel. Did some time. Yeah. That's how it feels, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corporate gigs, you do time there. That's right. I, so I met him through that. Um, Justin came up through the ranks of like Brown communications and some ad agencies he worked with. And eventually they kind of, their, their worlds collided and they met each other and they thought, well, we got some great chemistry here. We should do something together. And they started this social media marketing company called pigeon social. And then from that grew this, show that you're referring to this like Facebook live talk show style thing. Kind of like there's no reference point for it. Cause it's kind of like nobody really did something like they were doing there, but they, they tried to, to do something different with no real plan or a understanding of how it might go. Cause yep. they were the first ones to do it. So that's the context behind it. Justin and Greg, and they, and they had a lot of success with it uh, as far as attention goes and not so much as far as, finances go. Yeah. And so they were pretty candid about that, right? They came out in the video. So they worked for, I believe in the video, they say they, they worked for 18 months and just couldn't make a go of it. Like they, they just simply couldn't make enough money doing it. Yeah. So they shut it down. And so they had made money with Pigeon when they're working for paid clients, they were making some money. Correct. Cause yeah. they were, they were charging people to do advertising, right? right? It was like, this is how you should advertise. And yeah. then you pay them. 
and Justin and Greg's show became their passion project. Correct. Essentially. Yeah. And so they work at that for 18 months. They have to shut it down. And then yesterday they release a video being like, we're back. Cause they had been gone for a year, eight months. Like they weren't, they hadn't produced any content. They hadn't put any videos out, but they're, so they came out and they're quite candid. We loved it. That's all we wanted to do, but we couldn't make any money at it. And so we had, we had to stop. We had to actually go get real jobs. Yeah. So that got me thinking about how can we tie that into our industry? And then the idea was that, well, more people should work for free. Right. <laughs> and it was just like our employees for sure. Yeah, that's right. Good of them to offer that up once in a while. <laughs> right, Justin. <laughs> um, anyways, it was just, it was more about like, I really love the idea of how they chase their passion and they knew that they were not going to make a bunch of money at it. And I feel like, I feel like you and I have done a fairly similar thing. And I feel like in our industry, this is quite common. You add the curve or you put that extra touch on the privacy wall or you did whatever you do some, you do something for free because it's your passion. Yeah. And I, and I think I like that. I, so what I said to you is like, I love that. I love how everybody in our industry seems to do that. Right. And so I was like, well, let's talk to the people that do that about that. That'll be fun. There's definitely two trains of thought, right? And within the industry of, about about working for free, there's people who say like, yeah, I'm going to do a little bit extra. I'm going to go above and beyond and not charge for it because because everybody's got their reasons because I enjoy doing it. I wanted to try something and, you know, I wanted to make sure, like, I didn't want any pushback. I just decided I wanted to do this or I wanted it for my portfolio or I just wanted to like, yep. you know, or the experience or whatever it might be. And then there's the other the challenge, people. right? Like, like you did yeah. that inlay. There's, I don't know if you, you charged for that kind of probably, yeah, but I think, I think I offered like materials, but I was going to like, not knowing what it was going to take offered to do the, the install for free essentially. Yeah. Um, but where we're going with that, I guess a little bit is, and then, sorry, the other thought I didn't finish was there's another group of people who say like, that's don't like, don't ever work for free. Your time Asinine. is worth something. That's crazy. Why would you ever do something for free? Charge everything. That's fair too. That's like, yeah, that's I think there's gotta be a balance between that, right? For sure. So, but Justin and Greg's video, was like, and was it a comeback video? Did they, was that a comeback video? Well, the I comeback, didn't get that vibe from it. So I felt like we're going to, we're going to keep this company alive and we're going to chase stuff that we love. Sure. Yeah. It wasn't like a, Hey, Ju the Justin and Greg shows back in the way it no, was no, no. before. It was nope. kind of like, listen, we're not like, we're just figuring things out. Well, we're not gone. We're not gone. That's what I got yeah. from it. It was like, we love the Vegas Knights. We're going to do something with them. We love New York. We're going to try to do something with that. But we don't really care about this credit card. And so I'm not going to I'm not going to do something that I'm getting paid to do and tell them that I love it because I'm getting paid to do it, right? Yeah, and because they had there. they had the most success they had as far as like the reach they got on the content they created was the stuff that they did because they had a they had an idea that they they loved and they went for it and they just kind of, I don't know if they were passionate about it, but they, it was their own, it was their own and there was no rules for yep. them. It was their own thing that they could give their own creative license to and just create. And those are the things that really blew up on the, on the interwebs Yep. and the paid projects, the ones where they were kind of like siloed a little bit more into what they were allowed to do 
or couldn't use all their own creativity or did. And it was, you know, muted by some marketing person who was just like, yeah, vetted, it like doesn't crazy. fit our brand. And like those ones were, they didn't work so well. Yeah. They did. Okay. Yeah. But they didn't, they but didn't get 17 viral million. ones, right? Yeah, that's They're right. viral content and uh, there's rural like, Uber. Yeah. Rural Uber. If you, so if you guys, this, we didn't really intend for this to be an all about Justin Gregg show, but no, Hey, it's going to be, yeah. um, their biggest one was probably rural Uber, arguably the moose wars. The moose like wars those two were pretty big, big, right? Yeah. Um, rural Uber, my guess would be probably like maybe bigger from like a, just how it kind of like dominated one platform and became like, got a ton of YouTube views, but moose wars was at a whole other scale. <laughs> like that thing went international media on roids. Yeah. Like what are the chances you would know the mayor of a town of 45,000 near you? Yeah. No yeah. chance. I don't know that I did before. They right. <laughs> but now we know him. So, so, um, so anyways, they created this content and these little projects, the whole like Las Vegas nights thing that they tied themselves into was like an unpaid thing that they just wanted to do the thing with Jimmy Fallon. Like, Oh, they did all these things and it, all it did was cost them money. Really? Like they, they spent a lot of money trying to create this content and it blew up, but the financial reward to it all in the end wasn't either wasn't there. It wasn't sufficient enough to, to kind of support their life on the back end. So they had to kind of go away from it and they were looking to do these kind of paid projects and the paid ones just weren't, it wasn't fun enough for them to do. And they weren't, you know, it was kind of forcing them to get away from what they wanted to be. And so they just decided like, listen, we're going to, until we get this all figured out, how this is going to work, we're going to put it on hold, go get jobs and, um, you know, keep this on the back burner and whatever. So anyways, enough about the Justin and Greg thing. That was just simply what inspired this topic for this podcast yep. to bring it back to the industry here. We're talking like, okay, so the tie in being like, do you ever, is it ever okay to work for free because you get better results out of that, or it gives you something back? Like, or do you think that, are you on the side of the fence that you should be paid for every minute that you work for somebody? There's, and this podcast is an example of what we're talking about because yep. you, this is kind of what your idea was is like, well, this kind of relates to our podcast. We do the podcast for free. It costs us a bunch of money to get this thing set up, all this equipment. It costs us a ton of time. I don't time. know that I actually know how much it costs us to set all this stuff yeah, up. Yeah, well, just like, not, <laughs> it's on a need to know basis. You don't need to know. Um, but it's a, like, it's a few, there's a few thousand dollars of equipment in here for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. So, and, and the time, right? The time spent, not only the time spent doing this each week and then editing it and posting it, but the time it spent to like, to even learn how to do a podcast. Yep. And what was the payoff really going to be? You know, like at some point this may off pay off financially. If you want to sponsor the show, we're taking emails. <laughs> uh, but, but I don't think that was ever the wasn't intent. The intent. Like right? when you and I talked about it, it wasn't like, Hey, we need another revenue stream. Oh, podcast. Yeah. That, that wasn't it. Yeah. Right. It was just like, it was another, it was another avenue to, you know, talk about our passion, build the brand essentially. Yep. It's, this is, it's a macro play. It's a bigger picture kind of thing. It's like, I don't need to be paid hourly for the time I spent in front of the mic right now. I'm hoping it pays off in other ways down the road and ha like it has. Yep. So yeah. And I think when we first started, you had a very clear idea of how that was going to go. Cause I was the one in your ear being like, how are we getting paid for this? Yeah. Are we actually going to get any money for this? And you're yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not sure that that's how we're doing this. I think yeah. we're just doing it because I like it. Now I, yeah, I said to you at the time, I was like, well, I can get behind this, but like, I don't, I want some money out yeah. of it. I want to figure out how we're going to, how do we monetize this? And you're like, I don't know, but it might pay off. Yeah. Is that good enough? And it was like, that oh, was good enough for the store. Sure. Let's do yeah. it. It might pay off. 
And the, the reason I came up with us early is that we got some interest early from, from some vendors being like, Hey, this podcast thing you're doing pretty cool. Like yeah, how they do we want it to pay? Like can, how, what's your sponsorship package look like? And I was like, we don't have a sponsorship package. Like yeah. that was not the plan to have a sponsorship package this early. Like at some point, sure. And I think like at this point now, if somebody is to approach us and be like, Hey, we want to sponsor the show. We would look at it for sure. Now, like we've built an audience, we've built a brand, but, um, but the podcast will always stay honest and true. So we're not going to shill ourselves out to somebody and become, you know, a trumpeter of only one brand. Yep. And, and it's never going to change how we review things. I'm still going to give you the kind of the goods and bads on anything, no matter what, if somebody's paying to sponsor the show or not. Yep. Um, but it's paid itself off already because, you know, we sell things online through a website and that's happened more. And I think that's happened more as a result of the exposure we get, not only through the podcast, but through the YouTube stuff we do just, we built the brand and now people know about it. And so it's starting to pay back in other ways. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be down at deck expo down there. So that's, you know, that's more exposure for us through the podcast. Uh, you know, we're, our expenses are relieved a little bit for going down there and doing that yep. to get down there. So that helps. So like the cost of our equipment is probably covered at this point. And, and it's only going to be a trickle effect until at some point somebody buys the podcast for a million dollars. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> That'll be good. But anyways, I wonder for, if you'd want to come into work then. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody, cause then all of a sudden you have to do it. Yeah. Then you're like a slave to it. And so this is what Justin and Greg had, had talked about. They were just like, they felt that when they were being paid to, to create content, they were biased. And they didn't like that. They were like, I don't want to be biased. I don't want to, I don't want to take a product and then tell the world how amazing it is when I don't actually think it's that amazing. Yeah. I just like, I'm getting paid to do this. So now I'm telling that. And with me, that resonated like crazy because I think that is really valuable for us. People tune in and listen. We, we started the show like that. Yeah. And I, I think we have to stay like that. Because as soon as you don't, you lose credibility. It's like, well, hundred percent, your credibility is gone. This, like, cause, because we even have Q and a sessions in this thing. And if you want people to actually trust and want to be like, engage in yeah. they that want kind the of real communication, a. they want to ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want to ask a question and get your honest feedback. Yours. Yep. Not some company that's paying you. Yep. You know what I mean? Like there's some guys out there, no names mentioned that are clearly have relationships with companies and that's fine. It's totally fine. But it's just like, they get asked questions and they don't answer them. Because yeah. they're and some guys right? work with products, but they but they truly love them. They have worked with other products, and you like I would believe that they're not getting paid, but they love the product, and they're yeah. like, you know what, my fail rate is low, so I'm using that. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, I am a big fan. I am a big fan of um, you know putting in some effort for free because I I consider myself to be a bigger picture kind of thinker most of the time. Like, I don't think like I'm never, I'm never the one that thinks about the money first. It's not, it's not, it's not the first thing that has to happen in things that I do. Like, it doesn't need to be like, I'm going to start a podcast. I need to get paid on the first episode. I need at That's least not, yeah, $6 like, an hour for the yeah. first year. You yeah. know, I, I, that's all you're going to like, like, that's all you're going to get when you start to open up creativity. When you're first starting when you do your first privacy wall that somebody didn't want to pay for and you put it on and then you ask them to pay for that and they're like, whoa, 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 like I didn't ask for that. Yeah. So the, the first time you start to try and collect on that stuff, you're only going to get pennies on the dollar anyways. Yeah. So you might as well do it for free. 
I don't yeah. know. It's all about investing in your brand, right? So like do some things for free that are going to help boost your brand. Cause that's yeah. going to help you win more jobs. Like there's a payoff eventually just cause you didn't get paid for that moment. Or, or sometimes it's like, it's not working for free. It's, it's like spending money, time or money, like working for free is spending time. And yep. in the case of like, let's say Sousa, what does he call himself now? Sousa design? Sousa outdoor. Sousa, Sousa outdoor living. Is that yeah, it? I thought so. Sousa outdoor living. Uh, you know, he spent some money to stage one of his projects that time. Oh, so it's a good decision. So he built a deck. Built, built, he built a deck. Built some decks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great looking project. He thinks like, boy, I could use this on like, not only in my portfolio, but I could eventually become his trailer app as it did. And like use this for all sorts of promotional things. And like, I should pay somebody to come here and stage this thing, make it look like it was shot in a damn magazine. Like that clearly cost him a few bucks. I'm, but it'll, that'll pay off. The customer didn't pay for that. Nope. So, but now he has that material to use. Like if you look at his portfolio now, like that shot versus just taking a shot from your cell phone at the end of the job when there's muddy footprints all over the deck and whatever else, like this thing's staged by a professional designer and yep. like, it looks fantastic. Invested and, in himself. That's right. Invested in his brand. Like now, and like I said, he did use that as a trailer app recently. He showed his trailer all done up. Yeah. Sweet. So good stuff. So anyways. Yeah. I feel, yeah. This, this is a bit of an erratic podcast. And we knew that going in. It's like, let's just fire up the mics and just talk about this a little bit. Talk about the whole. Cause it's gotta you know. be something people are thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. It's absolutely a daily struggle. Do I charge for this? Do I not charge for this? Yeah. How do I? So. And you gotta be passionate about it. Cause nobody wants to work for free on something they hate doing. Yeah. Like, that's the other part of it. Like you're not, the reason your employees aren't going to work for free is cause they're not passionate about what they're doing. That's a job for them. Yeah. They right? can, they can like your business and they can like what they're doing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not theirs. Except not for there. Brian. I bet you Brian works for free. I appreciate Brian, Brian from Brolas. That was the, what a great day that was. You know what we forgot to do? I meant to do this at the opening of the podcast oh. and I'm, it just popped in my head. And before I forget, I'm going to do this. We have a correction from our podcast <gasps> oh, last yeah, week. Yeah. That was supposed to be the first thing I talked about. And I yeah. got all excited about working for free. I just love it so much. <laughs> Last week we had taught, there was a question on the Q and a podcast from Dunning and Decking about warranties. And we went through a few different brands kind of said like, Hey, this, this brand gives this warranty. This brand gives this warranty. And we had mentioned that Trex was one that gave a 25 year fade and stain and structural warranty on their boards, but did not have a labor warranty. And oh. I forget who it was, but somebody on Instagram messaged me and was like, actually, um, they do, dummy. they do have a two year labor warranty on installs. Uh, if it's installed by a Trex Pro Platinum. Gold and Platinum. Yeah, he had said just Platinum. So then we, we checked with our Trex rep who happened to pop into the store yesterday. We're like, hey, give us more details on this. Like I, somehow we missed this. Somehow we didn't realize that that was a thing. And he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's actually Platinum and Gold members. So apparently Trex has a warranty, an install warranty, labor warranty on for two years on decks that are installed by Trex Pro Platinums and Trex Pro Gold if it's on wood framing members and if it's right. on elevations framing, it is a right. five year labor. Correct. Warranty. Yeah. There's a, there's a little bit more information. So this is like Dunning and Bruce is listening to this right now from Dunning and Decking and going like, see, you guys need to do a whole podcast on this and get into the details. We do. It's like, there's always little fine print things. There's things you don't know about. And that's one like, that's one of them right now there. It's like, is it a, do you have a labor warranty? Yes. But, it, but then there's like more details to that. It's like yeah. wood framing, two years, steel framing, five years. Oh, okay. It's like, Anyways, they all look a little bit different. So that's, that's coming. We should do that. We're going to do that. Okay. Yeah. What else? Okay. So no, next week. Yeah. I'm going to do some research this week and we're going to do it next week. Okay. Cause if I, 
what I just did there was gave myself gave myself a hard deadline that I have to follow now because right. it's out there. Okay. Somebody'll call me out on it if we don't. Um anyways, but being passionate about what you do means you're willing to go and do a little bit more and and the there's more reward than just the money out of it. There's like a, there's a feeling of pride and and you know, accomplishment and so on and so forth. Then the bigger picture of how those things can pay off in the long run. So yep. Yeah, and you get some signature styles probably, right? Like you learn it, you absolutely for sure when Mark from Infinite started doing radius decks or curved decks, he was just giving that away. You know what I mean? Not giving it away, but it was like he was not recouping his money on that. Yeah, I'm there guessing there's no chance. Everybody that gets into something <laughs> like that, at least the first couple of jobs is probably eating it a little bit. Yeah. And now that's like that's his thing. That's he like he has a curve on his decks. Yeah. Just, and now now you yes. make a premium for it. Correct. Right? It's but he had to build that. And he had to find the customers that wanted him. Yeah. Not his, not the deck that he builds. They want Mark. Yeah. And so, so, which is really kind of defines a true entrepreneur. Like a guy who just builds decks is never going to do that. He's never going to make the investment and eat it a few times. He's worried about collecting a check at the end of every deck yep. and like just paying his bills. Spreadsheet. But a guy who's trying to build a brand and a business, what is it? What, there's a saying and I'm going to botch it, but there's a saying about entrepreneurs that they're an entrepreneur is somebody who's willing to, this isn't, I'm paraphrasing and making, I'm putting my own twist on it. It's like, is willing to eat hot dogs for a few years so that he can eat caviar for the rest of his life kind of thing. Willing to basically like, you know, live like shit for a little while so you can live like others won't later. 48 months or something. I can't remember the exact quote. I should look that up. But, but so that's kind of the the idea. Do you want to give the guy credit? Like, isn't it a Gary Vaynerchuk quote? No, it's not. I don't think it's a Vaynerchuk quote. It's a meme that's floated around. Oh, so I thought that when you were listening to Vaynerchuk, you came into the office one day and you were like, eat shit for 48 months so you can live like a king. Oh, like that's definitely a big like, premise of oh, Gary Vaynerchuk's okay. like, <clears throat> he believes that wholeheartedly. He right. like says like, people are too worried about maintaining their lifestyle. Nobody's worried. Nobody's willing to like, to take a step back so you can take a few steps forward. Yep. You know what I mean? Like everybody's comfortable with their lifestyle. Nobody wants to move out of their house and back into their parents' house or sell yep. their car and get a shittier car or take the bus or something or you know, My parents got a sweet house. I should do that. <laughs> right? It's yeah. huge. I could live in the basement. They wouldn't even know I was there. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the idea that um, it's just the, the ability to think beyond that kind of like micro what's in front of you thing. It's like this job. Well, I need to make this much money because yeah. I have to make a truck payment. But like the that's small thinking. Well, but you have to small think because that's how the bank works. Well, you got but you have to, you have to do both, right? You yeah. can't just be a dreamer all the time either. Like yeah, you've yeah. got the, and that, so to tie into a Gary Vaynerchuk thing too, he always talks about clouds and dirt and that's his reference. It's like your head can be in the clouds. You got to think big and like dream and stuff, yeah. but you also have to have your feet in the dirt, grinding it out, doing the day-to-day stuff as well. You can't neglect either of those yep. or else if you're just a dreamer you never take action. And if all you're doing is getting absorbed into the day-to-day, you'll never be able to get your head out of it and, and grow your business. Yeah. So you got to be able to do a bit of both. I think Mark's a good example of that. Like he's clearly, you know, he's got a good business down there. He's got a good brand. He's very well. I haven't known seen his financials. Industry. I have no I idea. I haven't seen his financials. <laughs> he might be eating hot dogs still. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, clearly one of those guys that's willing to put himself out there a little bit, take a little bit less here and there. And then it, you know, it's paying off for him in the long run. Yeah. I'm sure Jason from Dr. Dex was the same way. I'm sure the earlier on stuff that he was doing, before he was absolutely you know, before he was consistently pulling in four, sorry, six figure decks. I'm sure that he probably aided on a few. 
right? He probably did. You he know he ate it on a few. Well, you, like, that's his life. That's he like, lives in his garage, bending deck boards and wrecking them. He's not getting paid for that either, but he's experimenting, yep. right? So there's those are the guys. Those are the guys that do well. Yeah. So yeah, and we like them. Everybody in the industry likes that because you're all going through it. Everybody is going through that, right? Like we're all trying something. Well, you just don't know about you just at. don't know about the guys that aren't. Like if the guy, if somebody's not pushing the boundaries and not eating their yeah. fair share of shit for a little bit to grow themselves and to be around, you just don't ever hear about them. They're not spending the time to put their stuff on social media. Yeah. They're just worrying about where their next job is going to come from. And so this doesn't even have to be here. So we're talking about this and I'm thinking about local guys, right? Who do we have? Who do we have that's local? That's like investing in themselves, investing in their brand. Right. And so it doesn't have to be internet, social media, like you don't have to grow yourself on an international basis. Do something in your own market that sets you apart from yeah. the other guys. Right. Yeah. So you don't ever recoup the money from a, hmm, how do I say this? You don't charge somebody for your truck wrap, but you should have a truck wrap. Yeah. Right. That's, it's a, that's a good, that's a good analogy because even the guys that say like, you need to get paid for every, like for everything, but like you do some things for your brand that you don't get paid for, like you wrapping your truck should. or doing advertising. You're not getting paid for those things. Do they cost you time and money? Yeah, they, they for sure cost you money. They might cost you time if you're involved in the design process or sure, if you're doing that stuff yourself. Give your truck up for three if days. You're, if you're walking the streets and you're putting leaflets in people's mailboxes or door knockers or whatever, like you're investing time and money in those things. So why is it that as soon as you get onto a job site where you have a chance to charge for it, does it suddenly become not okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And doing, and that might even be more effective to do it there because you're doing for some, something for somebody who's actually going to talk. Yeah. Like you made a customer happier because you gave them a little bit more. You went above and beyond and that made them happier. And like, that's going to be more effective than a hundred door knockers you put out. Yep. And I love the door knocker idea. Oh, first yeah, time not I to heard knock it, it whatsoever. It's a, oh, it's always a combination well of things. Yeah. <laughs> not to knock it. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why we do these in the morning, not the afternoon. But so James, uh, James's idea where it was like select X. Yep. Yeah. Shows up. Sorry about this. Sorry, I'm tearing up your street and making a bunch of noise. That like that's what an amazing idea that is, right? And he just he buys those door knockers and he hangs them out. And so if you get one job or two jobs out of those it actually covered the cost of it. But like, I don't think initially, I don't think his thought was how can I recoup the cost of these? It was just like, no, I genuinely feel bad for these people around here. Like, I'm sorry, but I do happen to build decks and I'm, I'm building this one. So maybe you need one. And like, cause you're always on Yeah. when you're in business, you're always like, you're always selling your, your business. Right. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's, there's certain mindsets amazing. that like, that are so obsessed over the data and the ROI and everything. It's like every, every idea that comes their way has to have a, like a ROI attached to it or else they just won't, won't consider even I think doing when we something, first but. started, I was really bad for that. I wanted, like, I definitely wanted some numbers. I was like, well, we're spending this on radio. How much are we getting back? Yeah. And you were like, uh, it's year two. Nobody knows about us at all. Yeah. We like, we're going to be on the radio. So somebody knows we exist. And it was like, yeah, yeah. But how many people? Well, more than before. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're just trying to trend upwards here. Like, And so I was really bad for that when we first started. I wanted, I wanted to know what we were getting back from what we were spending. Yeah. Let's track that on Facebook. Let's run a Facebook ad and then let's track how much money came in. It was like, no, you can't. 
Yeah. And then the more you talked about, like, we have to, whatever, I think it's something like seven touches before somebody remembers your brand, right? They have to see it. They have to hear about it. They have to whatever. Yeah. And you were like, well, it's got to happen seven times before somebody even knows you exist. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it can be pretty hard to track, trace back an ROI, at least in any sort of accuracy to a lot of things that we're doing. Yep. But it, but it overall, it's like the fact that we get phone calls from people in, in Kansas Yep. Because they watched a YouTube video <laughs> and they have a little yeah. bit more of a question. Is that lady that messaged you last night working. North Carolina? She sent you a message about Cortex screws or something. Oh, on, on YouTube? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. Trex, Trex Cortex. And she, I'm sure she was from North Carolina. I was like, hey, I just watched your video. I was like, yeah. so it happens. did she buy those this morning? <laughs> I don't know if happen? I know what you're talking about. I don't. I felt, like there I, was a, I felt like there was a comment on your Trex YouTube video. I say it's oh, yours. Oh, no. That, so... Yeah, there was somebody who commented on it that said, like, I didn't, I am one of those people that didn't know about Cortex. So do you remember doing that episode, the Trex one? And we were talking about enhanced naturals, and then we went into select, and we were telling the differences and why you do one, and you're like, yeah, but this one you can't use Cortex. And I was like, and I was being a, yeah. a little wise ass, and I was like, well, what do you mean? And yeah. you're like, well, Cortex plugs. I was like, yeah, what's that? And you're like, well, everybody knows about it. And I was like, no, I don't think everybody does know about it. And so then we said, well, okay, people comment. So that's what that was in referring. She's like, well, I'm one that didn't. And then, so I don't know if I told you this, but I found out on YouTube, you have a, the ability to add a poll to a video, like add a oh, spot yeah. in the video. Sweet. So I put a poll. It's 100% no and 0% yes. What? How many votes? I, I don't, it, that it doesn't show me. So I don't know that. But I took a screenshot last night because I decided to go look it up after I saw that comment. And I was like, well, screenshot. I'm saying that to Wade. Zero people. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing there's Obviously not many Obviously, they votes, don't have but, Instagram. Yeah, exactly. It's like every weekend, there's a picture of a guy pounding a plug into a deck. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but speaking of those, Cortex, like this is just an ad hoc one, hey? I like it, I think. All over the place. Um, the fascia Cortex from Trax. Yeah. <laughs> we are taking this down then. Oh, all Rabbit over the place. So Because our Trax rep was in yesterday and was talking about him and he was just like they're amazing and then i i showed that he was at a competitor's place they were doing a contractor event and so he stopped in and said that it was a huge hit everybody loved them yeah but again they didn't know about him and i was like yeah well there's such crap like we stock that so how do yeah. they not know about so it here, it's on the shelf here's a shameless plug if you're out there looking for trex cortex for fascia we stock it it's not on our website yet but if you need some, just email us. Yeah. Or send us a DM. Like we've got it all in stock. Anyways, that is a shameless plug, but it was it's something like maybe we take for granted how much like we live and breathe this stuff every day. Right? And yeah, so maybe I, that's what not every day. Like I take lots of holidays, but <laughs> that is for sure part of it. We live and breathe it. There's tons of stuff we don't know about. And I I um I feel like I do a fairly good job of like having empathy for people that aren't in it and like stepping back and be like does somebody know about this? Yeah. Probably not. Like, mo like, no, they don't. <laughs> like, I often find my <clears throat> default setting goes to contractor base. So it's like, they should know something about it. They probably have an idea that something like this exists, but, but they don't either. I think I unless need to, they're on Instagram or they're yeah. one of those kind of forward thinking guys. <clears throat> but as far as our local guys go, not many of them are, are like, they're hardworking. They're out there. They're not spending their time in front of a computer all day long like we do. They don't have a chance. Or they're not interacting with reps the way that we do. They don't go to these shows like we do. Like, we're just in it a little bit deeper as far on the product side than a contractor even really could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, we, we even with our um, 
or what do they call that stuff? Bean Boozled Challenge at IBS last year. Yes. It's like we ask questions that we know the answers to, to contractors who are very in the industry. They're at the shows, they're at IBS. And like we were able to stump, stump quite a few of them because yep. they're just not nerding on it on it the same way that we they have lots to do. They've got stuff to do. Yep. They don't just sit and nerd out all day. They for sure could stump us, right? Oh, hundred percent. Like yeah. <laughs> they should do that. We should have a, we should have a reverse bean boozle. Yeah. We should have somebody ask us questions. Like tool time where Al had to smell, or no, sorry. Tim had to smell the, the species of wood. Yeah, yeah. Remember that episode? <laughs> yeah. Al would Al. hold it up there and then he'd put his dirty sock on it. <laughs> Tim's like, oh, this one's got a fungus. Um, anyway, we're back to working for free. I don't know that I have much more to say in this, to be honest. I'm a big proponent of of giving away some value for free or doing some things for free. Um, if If you think in the long run it's going to help your brand, help your business. And I believe that... Um, that those things do pay off at some point. And, it, you know, I'm not a guy that thinks you have to get paid for every minute of your time. Yeah, so, and I sorry. think that comes through. <laughs> like, I think there's yeah. like a an authenticity to that, right? The customer will see that. Your competitors are going to see that. Because, like, ultimately, you want to be a competitor that is a like a good competitor too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be an ass in the industry. You don't want everybody to hate you. Yeah. And so... Like do a few things for free, like, yeah. But like, so right now, just between the podcast and YouTube and like just scratching the surface on this stuff, as far as like the level of effort that I want to be putting into it, but it's like, it's a, it's a few hours a week that we're doing for free. And no, I can't, I can't tie in a specific ROI to it. I can't say that per hour of video we put out, we make $111. I can't say that. And per podcast, we make $185. Nope. No idea. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know that. Yeah. And I'll, and we'll never know that down to that level of detail. But what, but what I do know is that the more people that know about our business, the better chance we have at selling things to them. Yeah. Anything, something, right? So, and it's okay if they're in North Carolina Yeah. or Burlington, Ontario, doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. So, so there it is. What else? That's it. Anybody going to deck expo? There's I'm a few about that. It's like, what are we a month? We're away down now? to exactly a month away before our flights leave. We leave I'm on November 5th. Pumped. It's yep. Yeah, I kind of wish it was a little bit sooner, but, uh, you know, a month ago it was two months away. I'm excited. So I'm excited <laughs> for a few like, different reasons, right? Um, I'm always excited for the product. I know that it, I get amped up every year at this time being like, what's new, what's new. And I feel like it's usually a letdown. Like yeah, a lot of times there's not a ton of new stuff there. Because it's already been leaked. Well, because, and yeah, that and because we've been to every show and you can't expect the industry to like flip on its head every year. Right. Yeah. That said, we're privy to knowing that there is some pretty cool, exciting stuff coming. So don't let us dampen the show from you. We already know what some things yeah, are going to be pretty there's cool. There's always new stuff every year. Yeah. And there's right? going to be a few that we didn't like that you don't expect either where you go there and you're like, oh, this is, yep. wow, tell me more. Right. Like magnets to hold your deck boards down. Didn't Yeah, well, I didn't know about that last year. <laughs> oh man, my we god! Didn't bring any in, but they whatever man, they tried, right? <laughs> hey, they tried. Those guys for sure put in some work for free. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they're I passionate about it. I don't know that they ever put they in might, any work for not free. <laughs> There's like, no paid work there. You know what though? The original it's like, do I want to go there? The, so if you guys don't know, I think this company was based out of Calgary, if I remember correctly. They were at. I think they were at IBS in Orlando. So two years ago, 
I like, and I don't remember the name of the product. That was, the, that was when you went to IBS for 14 hours. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to cover a million square feet Sweet. in a day. Yeah. Sweet um, trip, Wade. Thanks. But happened to fall upon this, uh, whatever it's called, magnets, magnet deck. Magna? I don't know. If I didn't. You, if you weren't super creative, it was probably just called magnet deck. But what it was is a, oh boy, I feel like we're giving this too much airtime. But uh, what it was is that it was, it was a, it was a, I think there was a steel plate that you would slide into the back of a deck board in a channel. You'd have to route out this deck board, slide a steel plate into it. And then on the deck, you'd put these little like, you know, like camo edge clips. They have a little horseshoe that grabs a joist. These yeah. things had a little joist grabber thing and it had a magnet on it. Okay. So then you like, you apply these steel plates to the deck board and then they, and then it just magnetizes to the framing. So you installed two fasteners per three fasteners. You put, you routered a piece into the board. Then you put two magnets per deck board on the joist. Is that correct? Yeah. I think you probably had to put the, like a little steel plate every 16 inches or whatever. So hit fast is one connector per board and these guys went with three. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. So I think their intent was that they were eventually going to come out with their own profile or they were going to get manufacturers of deck boards to make a profile that worked with like, yeah. Because sure as hell, nobody on site is going to be routing in these huge channels at the bottom yeah. of the board. And then what does that do to the warranty? Like you're, they're removing quite a bit of material out of there too. Yeah. So um, anyway, working for free. So, but where that idea came from is they had a product that did, for baseboards that did the same thing. And well, so that works. Yeah, exactly. The premise of that made a little bit more sense. And the baseboards would like, they would, they would magnetically attach to your spikes, like to your, at, at your screws yep. or at your nails, sorry. And yep. the framing that was already there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that, and like, that's a little bit corner neat. Corner bead has metal in it. Yeah. Like outside corner, yeah, beads, corner right? beads. So there was like, there was enough metal that existed that the baseboard thing, I don't know if it's around anymore either, but it certainly made more sense than the deck board did. Yeah. But there's an example, like there's an example of somebody who had an idea and went for it. Go for went it. Went for it. Yeah. And you know what? They had a booth at IBS. What's so that the wasn't worst cheap. that happens? So you lose your house. That's fine. Your yeah, I think that's You it. live with your parents, right? That's um, <laughs> so I, I'm pumped up for a few reasons. One is always the new products. Two is for sure the, like, just the buddies. Like, getting down there, seeing all the guys, going for some drinks, going for dinner. Yeah. Like, just walking the floor with guys. Also finding out what they're doing, what they like. Blair's got some stuff going on at Dex Direct. I always like chatting with him. Like, we walk yeah. the floor with him for an hour, usually, at some point. And it's just like they expanded. It's like, man, you expanded your company. How is it like, how's that going? It's like, I just, yeah, I like to visit with the guys. Like to talk shop, see these guys. You only see them once a year, maybe twice if you're at IBS or something, right? Um, There's some of these guys go to some of the other JLC shows in like Rhode Island and Portland or wherever they are. Uh, We've never made it to those, but um, so you're only seeing these guys like one, two, maybe three times a year. Yep. And it's just good to kind of, other than your kind of constant, you know, communication through Instagram or something. Yeah. That's and I'm part of it. excited to take jobs down there. Like I'm, I'm pretty pumped to like, I think it'll be good. Kind of yeah. grow into the company with us. Right. Like he's always been yeah. here. He's a big part of the everyday for us yeah. locally, Not but all enough that stuff. we're going to give him like a appreciation day or anything. Like yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we always go to these shows that ever come back and we're like, it was so great. We did this, that. And he's always kind of like, yeah, it sounds great. 
<laughs> and yeah. it's like, that's the end of it. It's so like, we hung out with this guy, and then, we had, yeah, and then Stan and I drank bourbon, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I like bourbon. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. That's, we can't now, because that only happens down there. It'll also be good for him to to maybe start to get into our heads a little bit on the macro level, because he is, like, he just runs this store, right? Yeah. Like, he's just here on the ground. He's not doing... We're not, we've never asked him to be like the big thinker about how, where this business is going, but he'll get a taste of that. Maybe down there, like, here's why we come to these things. Sure. It's a lot of like shits and giggles and hanging out with the guys and, and, you know, drinks and networking and all that stuff. But there's also like, where's the business going in three to five years? Yeah. And I think it'll be, you know, when you have an old dog who's like wore out, it's yeah, like, he got one of those and then you get a puppy and then all of a sudden the old dog's got like two more years, a great life ahead of it. Cause it's like, <laughs> cause it gets all this energy from it. So we've walked the floor enough IBS deck expo. None of this stuff is not none of it, but not all of it is new to us. And just like, oh, yeah. this is all going to be brand new to Justin and 100%. he's going to be excited about it. And I hope he's like authentic about it. I hope he's like, dude, look at this railing. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I hope I'm not an ass about it and be like, I already saw that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to try as hard as I can to like draw that energy. Cause it's, yeah. You can't buy that stuff, yeah. right? It's kind of like the first time you haven't been, but first time going anywhere for a trip or something like that. But like the first time going to Disney World is way better than the second and third and fourth times because everything's new. Yeah. Same idea, right? You can show up something and everything's new and shiny. Yeah. But once you've been there a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do some work for free, man. Yeah. Find your passion. Just find your passion is the main point. We, we were talking before we fired this up about um, like I enjoy coming to work every day because it's, because we're building something here. Not because I want, I can't wait to get in there and do the next estimate. Like, yeah, that's not, that <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. But I, I get excited every day to, but like grind, to pull the ideas out of my head and do something with them and like grow the business. Grind it out on software evaluations. Yeah. Whatever. What are we just doing? know that this we're is just taking like such steps in the right crap, direction. But you yeah. know that, like, you know that when you come out of that, you're going to review five or six different types of POS systems. And yeah. when you come out of that, you're going to be like, this is it. This yeah. is the one. I don't like, and away we go. We're, I, I don't ever want this to be a job. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to ever show up here and be like, stop trying to grow. I don't, I don't want to stop growing and, and building the business. I don't want to, I don't want to be like, okay, well, I feel like we've achieved, like, this is a good revenue and a good number of employees and a good, like, this is just good now. <laughs> now we'll just like, continue, like just go status quo. Yeah. Cause then, why did we ever leave jobs doing that before? Like the exciting part of this is building things. Yep. Used to be building decks. Now it's building business. So yeah. Um, deck expo. So we're going to have a chance to walk that floor a little bit, but we're also tied up uh, at the decorators booth doing some podcasts live from there. We've mentioned this a few times. We've mentioned the, the meetup for sure, but we're also going to be at the decorators booth, which is booth. I, th- I want to say it's one zero one nine ten nineteen, 1019. Um, but maybe double check that. But we're going to be at the decorators booth on Thursday of the show from one until four. We will be there and the meetup is from two until four, but you're certainly welcome to come by at any point because we're going to be shooting some podcasts live from there. So if you want to just come hang out and and, uh, see how that's going and whatever, see what we're talking about, because I know for like, we've got a bit of an itinerary laid out now. Oh yeah. Thursday. Excuse me, Thursday at 1.15-ish or 1.30, we're recording a podcast with some of the decorators folks about some of the new stuff that they're um, bringing to the show there. So, uh, And then at 2 o'clock, 
you'd be crazy not to be there. There's going to be like free swag from the ultimate deck shop, free swag from decorators, free beer from decorators. Like we'll be there again. Um, inspired by out, the ultimate deck podcast shop. stuff. Yeah. Uh, everybody from Instagram will be there. So like, if you're looking, if you're, if, especially if this is your first time to the show and you're like, Oh boy, I hope I run into some people. Well, two o'clock at the decorators booth on Thursday is a guarantee. You're going to run into some people. Yeah. What did he, what did we, um, you got, and then we're going to do an open mic podcast at about like two thirty, three o'clock, like in the middle of that little, uh, free beer, get together, Instagram, what do we call it? Insta meetup in the middle of that, we're going to fire up the podcast and give people a chance. Like, Hey, you have questions or you ever wanted to like be on the podcast? You want to be part of it? Just sit down at a mic and let's chat just like we're doing now. Let's just waste some time. Yep. Little chin wake. Maybe we can play a bean boozle. Maybe we could do a backwards. So I was bean thinking boozle. that I was like, "What's our thing going to be this year?" I don't know if we even have time to do it this year, but I was like, "We could take some Mad Libs, or we could do something this year." And like high fives, yeah. I just high fives all around. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow I've become known as a high five guy. And then we'll be back at the decorators booth again on Friday morning from nine till twelve to do some more podcasts and YouTube shows and whatnot. And um, we're gonna have some special guests stopping by as well for sure on Friday morning. And so, uh, yeah, if you want to swing by the Decker's booth and check out their products and their new stuff for this year and come up and say hi to us and like, see the podcast in action and whatnot. Um, yeah, Thursday, one to four, Friday, nine to 12 Instagram meetup Thursday at two o'clock. It's going to be a great time. I don't know that I, so I was just searching my phone for the booth number, but We'll have to. Post I'm pretty that. sure it's 1019, but yeah, look Tomorrow's. into it. I mean, it's it's not a huge show. You're gonna be able to find the decorators booth. They got a good sized booth down there. Yeah. So, good. anyways, um, I don't know that there's much more to waste people's time with yep. this morning. Might have been enough. Yeah, might have been enough for them. <laughs> uh, as always, thanks for tuning in. We are still putting out um, the the ultimate deck show on YouTube, which is a like, kind of long format talk show slash educational style show. So go check that out as well. Subscribe. Um, because we may not be getting paid, but like the followers mean something. (laughs) Take it easy, everybody. See you next week. Happy weekend.